Hey, Jesus time, friends and family. We are back and we are revisiting something today that God brought me through probably a week or two ago. And we're looking at God's justice and mercy. And I love how God is so faithful and he keeps teaching us even when we think we've got it because we think we get it and then we forget it or we double down on one aspect of what he taught us and miss something else. So the last justice and mercy topic that God brought me through was my personal wrestling about a friend who I felt received consequences that were too severe. And I was looking for God to be merciful because of course God is sovereign and he can do anything and control anything and bring anything about. And I, so I wrestled with God's judgment in that. And God brought me to a place of understanding, well, the law is good and God's judgments are right. And God's mercy is still present in the midst of that because even though my friend suffered the consequences, his relationship with God was still sweet and he was still connecting with the Lord. And the mercy was God not hiding himself from my friends. And that was really cool. So fast forward uh, a week or two and your girl, Gisela, had doubled down on God's judgment. And I was thinking about, well, I guess, yeah, I guess the consequence was deserving. And I found myself being judgmental. And I hate to admit that because I really think that that's gross. <laughs> God's judgments are not gross. My posture in being judgmental is gross. And I thought, okay, well, Lord, what, what is this? What do I do with this? And, and he led me to one of my favorite justice and mercy passages, and maybe yours too, we find in Micah 6, 8. And in my early um, Christian walk, I remember hearing this in a song. And it was super cute and bouncy. And I'm not going to sing it <laughs> because I love you. But but the, the verse that I had memorized said, um, and this is what the Lord requires of you, oh man, but to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. Isn't that simple and cute and concise? <laughs> you know, and I was like, okay, and we'd sing that. And I'm like, okay, that's cute. And that's really nice. God is very clear in what he requires of us, but to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. Yay, super simple, except not super easy. And I, I think the reason why it's not easy is because as human beings, as people limited and influenced by our flesh in the world, and sometimes the enemy, we can take some of the good things of God and we latch onto those and then we kind of forget about God. So for me, this looks like, oh yeah, justice. Okay, yeah, I'm down with God's judgment, let's go. And then I find myself being super judgy and the worst. Or I can latch on to God's mercy. Yeah, we're just merciful and kind and loyal. 
And yeah, whatever you did, it's fine. It's fine because of mercy. And then I forget completely about God's righteousness and justice. And then everything's permissible. And and then I'm not even anti-sin anymore. And so, so God never intended for us to latch on to his qualities and forget about him. That is a surefire way to idolatry and isolation and the worst. So, so we're back to this verse and as I'm meditating on it and I've taught on it a little bit before, but gosh, it's so good to revisit. It's so good to revisit. And one of the things that stands out to me immediately as I read this is the verbs. Why did God tell us to act justly and then to love mercy? He could have just said, act justly and mercifully. Or he could have said, love justice and love mercy. But he did not say that. He said, act justly, love mercy. Another version says, do what is right and love kindness. I think the idea is the same. And this is what God spoke to my heart. When you're looking at your own life, the only life that you are accountable for before God, God is wanting you, wanting me to do what is right every time. It doesn't matter what this person is doing or that person is doing or not doing. We are to do what is right every time. We are to act justly. That is very clear and that is very simple. When it comes not only to us, but to others, And when we look at their lives and what they are doing or what they are not doing, and even applying this to ourselves as well, we are to love mercy. We are to love it. And while our actions are to be just and right, our hearts are to be tender and merciful. That's a big deal. That's That's a twofer, guys, right there. Do right and love mercy so that we are doing right and we are loving the people who don't. Or we are loving even ourselves when we don't. We are loving mercy. And of course, the tie that binds it all together and without which neither justice or mercy makes sense or has the the perfect place is we are to walk humbly with our God. We are to walk. That is a verb that is ongoing. And humbly is the posture that we are to maintain at all times. Because when we are acting justly and someone else is not, we can be judgy, guys. That's just human nature. That is... That is the poison that God wants to protect us from. Walking humbly with your God. With your God. Our God is personal. Our God is present. Our God is the perfect mixture and expression of justice and mercy at every moment. And that is why we have to be with him and walk humbly with him as we do right and love mercy so that we don't 
hold on to one and forget the other so we don't become puffed up in our own eyes, whether we're leaning towards justice or mercy and look down on those who think differently or do differently. But to walk humbly with our God is a safeguard for us and our relationship with him and our relationship with other others. O oh people, the Lord has told you what is good and what he requires of you. To do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. This is a hard one, but one that if I think we meditate on, or at least if I meditate on, we will have God's presence. We will have the right posture. We will do what is right and be tenderhearted and merciful to those who don't. I love you guys. God bless.